Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech athletics podcast where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of 23 Personnel Podcast. This is your instant reaction to Texas Tech taking down TCU 35-28. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? Felt really good to get that possum off our back because <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't talk about it last week, but... TCU has dominated Tech in the last several meetings. They came into tonight uh, winning seven of the last nine, winning five of the last six, and winning the last four in a row until Mm -hmm. tonight. I can tell you those two last wins were the last time you played TCU on Thursday night uh, when you had the Fox on the field, and then when you had uh, Jet Duffy ice it for you in Fort Worth. A couple years later. Since then, though. Oh, really? It's been a den of horrors. Horrors. Excuse me. Talking about Duffy here. Gotta be careful. Um, 35 28. Michael and I were talking about this before we hit record. Not an enjoyable game. It was not. Um, no. Baron Morton was supremely efficient, completing almost 80% of his passes. Brooks got the ball 31 times and ran for almost 150 yards, nearly five yards per carry. There was just a lot of this game where you just felt like it was going to get away from you. And it was tense when it shouldn't have been. Um, I've been hesitant to to be too, um, too critical of the defense, Michael, but there were times in this game where you just felt like, You just, you couldn't do anything. Third and long, specifically. No matter what the yardage was, it was never too much for TCU to pick up. Um, They had, oh, what was that drive for them? Uh, They picked up three third and longs to, to go down and score. What was that? I think that was the... Their first drive of the third quarter. So, and also in that same, in that same third quarter, yes, they picked up those three. They picked up an additional one. So, in the third quarter, Tech's defense gave up four out of four third downs. You know, if you have that quarterback, you feel a lot better. But that was definitely the one where, you know, it it seemed like this redshirt freshman was going to go on the road and be able to do just enough. To, to win this game, which is something that tech fans haven't been able to see happen with their freshmen on, you know, kind of thrown into the spotlight. So it, it was good to see some of the mistakes finally started showing up that you expected to see 
uh, a young kid make at that at the quarterback position, especially on that last drive. Because, like you said, Spencer, this was not an enjoyable game to watch. So mm-hmm. on that last drive, I was fully expecting, especially with the chunk plays they were getting, they were they were getting so many chunk plays. And they were moving the ball. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know where to look that up, but it's. I don't know how many plays they got over ten yards. Um, I'm looking at it right now. I'm, I know on one drive. Well, how, how many? I know on one drive, their first scoring drive. I think it was three, just on that drive alone. Um, two. It it two. two. Well, okay. okay. The chunk plays, according to Stat Broadcast, are um, pass plays of fifteen or more yards, run plays oh. of ten or more yards. Got it. Um, I think there was a pass play of eleven on that first yeah. drive. Uh, on that first drive, they had pass plays of. 17 and 19 yards including the touchdown uh on that drive we talked about they picked up 83 of their 93 yards on three plays within seven plays of game action plays 133 137 140 they picked up 29 35 and 19 yards which were yes third and eight third and 14 third and 14 so you see that all night you see them get the ball back with what was it? Two minutes and change. Two eighteen mm-hmm. with the timeout left. And sure enough, I mean, they were moving the chains, clock stopping. They're getting out of bounds. It really looked good. And then finally that mistake showed up, uh, that big interception and rabbit got his third of the night. I'm going to count. I'm going to count the other, the one that was called back all on three a, on penalty. counting all three. Yes, seems like we like to get interceptions. Yeah, he almost had a call back on us. Yeah, he almost had a fourth. He did, um, which would have been wild to get four interceptions in a game. Um, luckily, maybe um, your defense or or luckily maybe or the uh, TCU offense as fast as they as they have been all year on their second to last drive where they scored that touchdown were really methodical and slow. And maybe that had something to do with you, right? Like you forced them to drive 75 yards, but 16 plays, five minutes and 39 seconds to do it. Um, leaving something like three minutes. No, it was just under five minutes on the clock left. Um, and then big brain offensive coordinator couldn't figure out how to, how to run the ball. Um, I, <laughs> at times, Michael, it felt like, he he got in his head and enjoyed success and be like now I'm going to be cute and it blew up in his face every single time. Um, you ran it's like, like a, a direct snap. Yeah, you ran a, a direct snap on fourth and short, uh, which like maybe if it worked out, we would have been like, wow, that was actually pretty smart to to reduce the number of of, of touches there, just get the ball right to Brooks. I know we've we've said that earlier when we were talking about <laughs> yeah. It would, you know, uh, when Jake sorry, Strong, Strong can, yeah, when could, Strong's out there, at one point we're like, let's just snap it directly to Brooks. But then you realize that you didn't have the ability to snap the ball very well last week. And on that play, if I remember right, I think Brooks, it was kind of a high snap. Maybe not. Remember. Maybe I'm not remembering that correctly, but I thought, it well, that went didn't on the help ground. things either. Yeah. Ah. Um, I, I totally forgot where I was going with that. Oh, you're just talking about kind of getting a little bit too creative. Oh yeah, and then the 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 double reverse flea flicker that we picked up Ugh. five yards, like in spite of everything else going wrong. <laughs> in spite of everything, yeah. Um, the linebacker blew through the line, was not fooled at all, 
um, very nearly just sacked Morton back 20 yards behind the line of scrimmage. Um, I like these guys, Michael, the, the wide receivers, um, but they got absolutely manhandled tonight. And it was embarrassing. Like Aiken, Eakin, how you want to pronounce his name, Price, McRae, um, like they got picked up and just moved. I, I got nothing else. Like, like they, they didn't ever seem to impose anything. They didn't force many, if any, missed tackles. Um, they didn't really block anybody of note. Um, outside of that third, that that um, swing pass that actually worked the one time it ever works, we throw it to the sideline. Um, and Xavier White was able to, to break off 30-something yards. Um, the the re- wide receivers as a whole, not just tonight, been an underwhelming group. Yeah. Which, again, big brain offensive coordinator, like it would seem that you would be like, okay, let's just run the ball more. Like we, we can't count on our receivers to make plays. We they can't block, they can't get open, they can't catch, they can't avoid contact, uh, they can't stand their feet. But no, Michael, inside the red zone, let's go five wide and throw it three times. Well, I don't I mean know. red zone scores three of three. Well, it that drive that you scores. went five wide, yeah, it ended up being a field goal. Yeah. Um, the first of two field goals. That second one, that 55 yarder, holy crap, Garcia just exploded into that ball. Oh, that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's just, I, I, I guess there's plenty, plenty of things to, to criticize on a, on a four and five team that may have just won its last game of the year. Um, You you get you saw a healthy Morton, for the most part. Like they were a, probably a couple of throws. You're like may, maybe his arms not his shoulders not a hundred percent. Um, but then you saw like he was placing balls where only your receiver could catch him. He was throwing guys open. Um, beautiful deep yeah, balls. touchdown to was it McCray? Was the touchdown to McCray. Oh mm-hmm. my goodness, fantastic. Um. And and that is something McGuire mentioned, and that you know we we talked about that Tuesday. He he was he was saying look for the deep ball. He's ready to have it back, and that's a a big part of the offense they were looking to try to exploit again this this week. And they were able to to an extent, and definitely a lot more than they have before. I mean, not to say Strong didn't rear back and throw it here and there, but a little bit more success this week. A little bit less. I, I wasn't, you know, look, reaching for my nitro pills when whenever Baron cocked back and threw it in the air this week. No, he finished the night, uh, completing 78% of his passes, 28 of 36 for 282 yards. It felt like there was probably a little bit more than that, but two touchdowns, no interceptions, uh, rating of 162, um, 10 different receivers caught passes. Six of them only caught one. So eight receptions to Aiken, which feels like a lot five to, to White, five to Price, four to Brooks, who ended up with negative yardage. Um, 
passing yardage for, for Brooks. On the ground, Brooks carried the ball 31 times for 146 yards with only a long of 20 uh, on third and 21. So I love how that works in the reverse for Texas Tech where um, if we need third and whatever, we get yardage to go minus one, but defensively it's yardage to go plus one. Um, oh, yeah. Valdez um, carried the ball three times, was removed, and never came back in the game after he kicked the TCU player. Um, so you only have two running backs that you want to hand the ball off to. Um, I don't know where where uh, anybody else is, but as soon as uh, Valdez got himself into trouble, it was Brooks or Morton. Morton carried five times for a net of minus four. Um on the whole, I mean, if you look at Brooks, 4.7 yards per carry, solid. He, he eclipsed 1,000 yards for the season tonight um, with three games to go. So that's that's pretty that's great. I don't think we've had one since uh, we haven't had a 1,000-yard rusher since, what was it, 2015 with DeAndre Washington? Yeah, he might have been 16. Or 16? I, I, I feel like he was still around. So... Seven years. Yeah, it's still been a while since Um, the last time, almost since the last time Tech beat TCU. So the offense, um, I don't know, man. It's it's just your offensive corner can't get out out of his own way at times. Um, Your offensive line, it is what it is. You you, you shuffled guys around uh, injuries or, or performance, but... Um, they're there some plays or not and others. Um, well, once again, not to pick on them too much, but this is another game with three false starts on third down. Yeah. And they were all already th- long. They were third and eight, third and 10, third and 11. That's not doing you any favors at home. So I mean, yeah, you're you're gonna see that a little bit. Not to pick on it too much. But yeah. Well, offensively, uh in the fourth quarter, you ran eleven total plays. Uh you were four four in pass plays for ninety-eight yards. You ran the ball seven times for twenty yards. Um but you were 0 of two on third downs. You did finish uh almost at fifty percent on the night, seven of eighteen. Um but your offense, like again, you needed you needed to to keep the offense on the field, uh, convert some third, sorry, third and fourth downs, uh, and ice the game away. Um, you just weren't able to be on the field. Third third quarter was actually worse. Uh, you ran you ran twenty plays, uh, but only picked up seventy four yards. So three point seven yards per play in the third quarter, ten point seven in the fourth. Um three of five on third downs, but you had five penalties in the third quarter. Um, yeah, third quarter was just a cluster. I mean, I, I'm surprised they were able to turn it around the way they did into the fourth. That's something that you, you, we almost needed another halftime after third quarter to try to get our crap together, but somehow they were able to do it. Yeah, you, you came out with the ball and to start the third quarter, you went three and out. Uh, TC responds with a touchdown. Um, they would score again to get it to 
21 to 20 uh, before Taj Brooks ran in his only touchdown of the evening um, with six seconds left in the third quarter and then the two-point conversion to go up 28-21 and then McCray in the fourth quarter just a few minutes later, the 44-yard reception um, to get up 35-21. Defensively, I'd Michael, like to, let's... Yeah, what do you got? Uh, uh, well, what were you going to say? I was just going to run over to the YouTube comments quickly. Okay. So we, we got some guys on here and then we can get back to the defense, but Nathan, right when we fired up, said stress-free football Saturday coming off a Thursday dub. I'll take it. Absolutely. I, I really enjoyed just a stress-free football last Saturday, and I get two of them in a row now. Mm-hmm. It's bliss. It's great. Ryan's saying that we want Georgia, and then he clarifies state. We Georgia want Georgia State. state. Fair enough. And then Chase is asking, how are we feeling about analytics? Do you have any... I mean, I mean, Tech did go two for three tonight on fourth down. I, I don't think that's accurate. I, I think they went two or four. Oh, really? Because um, remember, like, so so they took the timeout to review the spot, and they said, oh, you, you actually you are a yard short, and then got stuffed on that play. So that's one miss. And then that direct snap to, 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 to Brooks was a fourth down, was it not? Yeah, it had to have been, but they're only showing on the. So I think you were th- you were two of four. Dang. Well, they're they're showing on the drive summary that only one. One drive ended in uh, a turnover on downs. But either way, I mean that seemed. No, I was not a fan of going for it with the lead, on your what was it from your own thirty five. That seems um, kind of desperate. 34, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it didn't cost Tech the game in this case, but it always makes me second guess it. I'm just, I'm just not a huge fan of, of that exact instance, which seems to come up quite often. And a lot of times it does work. You know, Tech's fourth, fourth down percentage is 60 or 70%. And so if this two of three is still accurate, then... That's about their average, right? We're seeing we're seeing the two of three, but we're also we're trying to remember. We we kind of think there was a, a a fourth fourth down. We kind of feel like there were two that we that tech didn't convert, but can't remember exactly. Um, Cross Timbers mentioned mentioning stats not very good. Well, he was playing a different position tonight. That could be part of it. And goes on to say, kickers are allowed to celebrate when you make anything over 50. Absolutely. I don't think we said anything opposed to that. I mean, I, yeah, that's fantastic. 55, especially when you boot it like that. And he mentions that the touchdown to McCray was underthrown, but I enjoyed the outcome. Yes. Looking back at that replay, the defender, if he moved his arms a microsecond, Faster or slower, he probably would have broken it up. And then Chase has got me kind of pumped here. So the only thing Tech can win this year is the Texas State title. Beat Baylor, Houston, and TCU. Now you just need Arch Manning to start for UT to make that happen. 
So the Texas title is on the line. I hadn't even considered that, Chase. We got us we got us a shot. Run through the entire state, right into the bowl game. That would be good. Still gotta beat, obviously, Texas, he mentioned, but at least one of the Florida or Kansas games remaining. One of those two opponents, I should say. All right, Spencer. Sorry, man. I think we're caught up on YouTube comments. I'm, I'm I just still, know I'm some of y'all are watching. I want to address them while we're while we're talking. I'm still trying to find that play. I you're still lost on the guys. If, there was if, a fourth if, fourth down. <laughs> okay, was was that direct snap to Taj Brooks? Was that on third or fourth down? Which quarter was it in? And was it negated by a penalty? Because that also could be throwing me off. That might have been it. Hang on a second. Because if we like um, picked up yardage or whatever, but it got pushed back with by a penalty or something. I think there was a penalty. So could it have been the illegal touch pass? No, because that was on, no, on TCU. No. There was a face mask on a kickoff. Ah, uh, yeah, the unsportsmanlike on Valdez. Man, I don't know. I don't know where you're thinking that one came from, but it does seem like they came back out and ran it again, or maybe that was just the one that they missed. I'm not finding it. Probably wasn't a fourth down anyway. Okay. So, so officially then you're two of three on fourth downs. Um, I'm not going to find anything else. Anything else. Um, Defensively. Uh, Hoover attempted 52 passes, completed 32, 353 passing yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. Uh, Rabbit could have had two more interceptions on the night, really. Um, you gave up 87 rushing yards uh, on 3.3 yards per carry, 26 attempts. Uh, Bailey finally got into the end zone. Um, well, he doubled his season touchdown numbers in one game. He had two on the year. Now he's got four. Um, Sanders, the the backup running back that we talked about in the, in the preview, had one carry for a touchdown. Um, defensively, I think it was good that we saw Rodriguez back, uh, and he kind of slowly made his presence known throughout the game. It built um, as the game was going. Like I, I, I saw him out there, and I said, "Wait, who's number ten on defense?" And I legitimately had to look up the roster. I was like, holy crap, Rodriguez is back. And then from basically that point on, it was probably second quarter. Um, he just kept finding himself more and more involved in the place. So it was great to see him back out there finally uh, and then be able to contribute the way he did. He had six tackles on the night. Um, you were led in tackles, this is terrible, by two different defensive backs, then a defensive lineman, and then two linebackers, and then two more. One of those backs. DBs absolutely cleated a decleated a guy. Baskerville um, was just with that. Yeah, he did. He did. He was beautiful tackle. Um, defensive backs, it felt like weren't the problem. Like as much as I was just loving on 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 Rodriguez, it was like the linebackers and pass coverage that were just atrocious 
And maybe that was, that was, that was scheme related that Bryles saw something. He's, he was trying to get, um, he was trying to force the ball to the receivers or whoever's going to be covered by a linebacker. Cause that's almost always going to be in your advantage. Uh, our, our linebackers, at least tonight, uh, were not very good in, in, in coverage. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. I, it's just, yeah, it's I, just a, a four and five team. You, 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 you won a game. So it's great. I, I'm not, I'm not poo pooing that, but just, just goes back to like, this was just not an enjoyable game to watch. You, you won, but it was like, <laughs> I don't even know, man. No, I know we've kind of reached that point where it's, it's not as easy to enjoy these wins, especially against a team that you were favored. So Tech actually won their, you know, won a game they were favored to win, which is great. Is that the uh, first one this season? No, I don't think so. I bet they were favored to beat Houston, but and you know, of course, Tarleton. But sorry, it, the 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 favored stat thing is is going the other way. You've lost. That's like, only in losses. Yeah, you've lost yeah. every game except for Oregon, where you were favored. Yes. Um, or every loss you have except Oregon, you were favored. Yeah. That's what I meant. But but yeah, it, it is just kind of it, it's tough to enjoy these wins when also Tech saw them, you know, TCU come back. Lose a two score lead in the third quarter and have to go for two just to get the lead back and you know or, or keep it a more than six points away so yeah it was just not yeah it, it's it's hard to enjoy it too much but i'm really glad that tech won obviously i want tech to keep winning i want them to make it to a bowl game i'd love for them to finish seven and five that would be incredible it's just all comes down to how it's done. You, you know, if Tech went into halftime up 20 to 7 and, you know, came out and just kept rolling and won 35 to 14, I think you and I would feel a lot differently. But the fact that they actually lost the lead mm-hmm. and were so atrocious on both sides of the ball coming out of the half when technically that's when your team should be doing better, that's just another log to throw in the fire of, oh, gosh, this – uh, my heart. I'm I'm not sure how much more I can take. Uh, and speaking of my heart, Luke's in the comments, and he mentioned that he's all for analytics. It doesn't always work out, but it's using math over emotion to create an advantage. And I I do agree with that. It, the the fact that it makes me uncomfortable on on my couch at home that's that's okay. But this is the world we live in. And, you know, coming into this game, tech was 67% on fourth down success rate. They were exactly 66.66 repeating, of course, percentage on fourth down success rate today. So the train just moves on and and that's incredible. It does appear to be working. You know, if that number was 47 or, or 42, I think we'd all be a little bit freaked out, but when it's, you know, tech may not get every third, fourth down. Okay. It's going to stink when they score on a short field though, but we'll just, we'll just keep going. We know that's how it's going to play out. Yeah. Luke also said, uh, he just bought tickets to the tech 
Kansas game and that we're making him regret his decision. Hey, no, no. no if you on. win the Kansas game. It's going to be beautiful in Lawrence that day. If you win the Kansas game, it's going to be an upset. So being in the house for that would be good. That's true. Um, that is true. Tech will be it's that's just crazy. Tech's going to be a dog in Lawrence. I wonder when the last time that's happened. Who knows? It's probably happened in the last couple of years, but that might be something interesting to look at going into the Kansas week. Last time they were an underdog in Lawrence. Uh so you played them as 08 and 9, right? 8 and 9. Or is it seven eight? It wasn't seven. It's was eight and nine. And then they went on their oh their when they were really good. Yeah, I was, I was I I gotcha. about like when they were when they were last good uh, before this. Um, you yeah, that's about right. Played them so, at eight and nine. According to Winsipedia, Texas Tech is twenty two and two against Kansas. Golly, and. One of those two came in 2019. I think we all remember that. So even in Kansas's good years, Tech won. The last time prior to 2019 that Tech lost to Kansas was in 2001. And so of the two losses, one was in Kansas or, you know, in Lawrence and the other was in Lubbock. But I think – I. If anything, I mean, I think that's just going to be a fun game to watch. I'm, I'm hoping that Tech's line is a little healthier and Kansas just kind of has a fun offense that's it's tough to stop, but fun to watch, and they have some good playmakers. And I think wherever you bought your seat, you'll be able to move up, get a little closer. It'll, it'll be good, especially if there's any sign of weather. Everyone will just leave and not come back. That's apparently what happened right before they upset OU last week. Oh, no. I missed a good ending. Um, Chase comes back and says, yes, math over motion. I just want to see the math. If it's a 34% chance of getting it and 37% chance of getting a stop on the other end, I would rather punt. I don't feel like they are truly following it. I don't think that's the numbers you get. I think it's uh, estimated points added, I think. So, like, a punt you know, nets so many points added or whatever, um, going for, you know, I think it's just weighted differently than like the, the percentage of potentially converting versus not converting. Um, but I don't know. I also haven't seen the numbers or what it looks like. Uh, I did find that, um, that chart or that table that broke it down uh, last season, but I think it was more geared towards the NFL game. We know that's not going to, uh, it's not going to translate super well to college, but essentially it was like fourth and one, no matter where you were on the field, you're going to go for it. Um, and the further away you were from your own end zone. So from scoring um, the fewer yardage yards to go like, the closer you were to your end zone, the longer the fourth down attempt could be. So if you're like on your 10, it was fourth and seven. You had a, a higher percentage of going for it there than if it was at your 50 and fourth and seven. If that oh, makes okay. Sense. Okay. 
But basically, if I remember, I have to go back and look through our notes. Um, basically, anything inside of your 45 and it was fourth and medium, you were going to go for it. Because um, one, that's going to be too long of a punt. Sorry, too long of a, of a field goal, too short of a punt um, to really net you many yards if you were uh, to attempt something there. Um, anyways, in college Kickers, especially the, the field goal kickers, aren't super reliable. Michael, um, only from fifty-five yards, <laughs> fifty-five and in, apparently, uh, maybe, maybe longer. That that kick look, okay would have been good for a little bit longer. Uh, you got anything else on tonight's game? Not not a whole lot. I, I we didn't touch on it too much. I would have liked to see a little bit more aggressiveness on that very last drive of the first half. I know that tech only had one timeout left and it was, you know, they got the ball at their own 31. There were 31 seconds left, but 20 to seven. I mean, I, I think I can speak for you in saying neither of us were comfortable with going into the half with a 20 to seven lead, despite knowing that tech was getting the ball back. That's just kind of how this team has conditioned us over this season. So I would have liked to see a little bit more aggressive play calling there than just handing it off to Brooks and running out the clock. But yeah, you, you, you forced a, a field goal attempt, a long field goal attempt, uh, and their kicker missed it. So you take the ball over. Um, no, sorry. It was a punt. Yeah. That you took the ball. The, over I think the punt. field goal attempt was a few drives yeah, before it was, that. It was more towards the middle of the second quarter. Uh, but you get the ball on your 30 with 30 seconds to go. So you need, 50 yards essentially to get you into field goal range, but you had a timeout and 30 seconds. Yeah. And you, you ran like a delayed handoff draw type play into the middle and got absolutely nothing. And then went to the locker room. Yeah. Got I negative get, yards on it. I get not. Yeah. You, you, you lost a yard. I get not wanting to turn the ball over there and, and give it, you know, any more mo- momentum back to TCU. Like I, I know you're probably paying, playing, um, numbers there too. Um, But again, I'm with you, Michael. I, I I would have liked to see an attempt at more yardage than we're going to run it into the middle of the, the defense here and see what we get. Yeah. And then the one last thing that we've talked about so much this year, I know Steve Linton was out this game, but zero sacks on the day. And not even close. Not even close. I think I, I remember him seeing get rushed out of the pocket quite a few times, but then that was really all that ever came out of that. You you and got credit for four quarterback hurries. If if there's any quarterback you want to get in the face of, it's the red shirt freshman on the road. Let them know you're there, and they weren't able to to do that. So that was disappointing, as it has been most of the season. Yeah, and he was having an off night. So, like, even um, this is going to go in the face of what you're just saying. But if you were to play coverage, like he was going to throw it to, and he did four times. Um, you, you dropped one, you had one negated, and then you caught two. Um, but to your credit, Michael, you did get in his face four times. You had four quarterback hurries. You only allowed two quarterback hurries on Morton. Um. You only were credited with one pass breakup where they had two. 
Um, they had eight tackles for loss. You only had one. So they were quite a bit more uh, disruptive than, than you were, even though you had the four quarterback hurries and two interceptions. Um, so I don't know. I, I've, I've, I've felt, I've seen the defense uh, kind of get cut up a little bit early and then settle in and then shut down things yeah. in the second half. That's just not what happened tonight. It was more of the reverse. You, you started out pretty good, um, and then it started to, to bleed on you. Um, and it was on the verge of breaking there at the end before you finally had Demerson or when you had Demerson catch that second interception. Um, I don't, I still think I would have liked our chances had you gone to overtime, right? In a, in a duel basically of, um, Morton versus Hoover or Brooks versus, uh, Bailey. But I don't know if I like, I, I like the players better. I don't know if I would have liked Kitley versus Bryles better. I definitely would not have signed up for, for an overtime in this game. Cause then that would have meant they TC would have gone into it with all the momentum. They would have put together a, a two minute drive and executed it perfectly. And then, then they're going into overtime. Yeah. After being down twenty to seven and a half, you're like, uh, no. Yeah. All right. That'll do it for us in twenty three personnel podcast. Uh, wrapping up the Texas Tech victory, thirty five twenty eight over TCU. We'll be back on Tuesday for the preview. And well, we got two games to preview next week, Mike. We got basketball on Wednesday and football on Saturday. So, but. That'll do it for us. Like I said, Tech Tech a winner, 35-28 for Michael. I'm Spencer. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. Follow us on Twitter at 23 Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.